everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful but cold Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we got... We got marches happening in this country. Yeah, the the, the ladies. Yeah, bringing up some interesting issues that we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but more important, but I mean, I want I just wanted to to talk about these marches in the broader context of why people keep resisting giving uh my one of my theories on why people resist giving equal rights to folk. Yeah. Uh, spoiler it's... alert. Jesus! <laughs> Dan! We'll get to it. Yeah, that's... People don't like spoilers. Oh, uh, well. Sorry. They wanna, they Spoiled wanna... it. Don't don't <laughs> listen to the last, last half of the show, then. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh... What do you got? You got some stuff? Yeah, I uh, actually want to start with a story uh, dealing with uh, the uh, Church of England. The C of E! Um... It's uh, and it's General Synod, yeah, uh, which is meeting to uh, well do all sorts of synoding things, <laughs> the, uh, as 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 a synod <laughs> will do. Is that is that what to 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 synod to synod? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, one of the issues that's going to be brought up is uh, what to do with these gay clergy. What to uh, do indeed. Who, you know, there's plenty of them, apparently. And up to this point, they've been forced into a vow of celibacy. Yuck. Um, and what they're going, they want to reform this whole situation. And, uh, <laughs> but the reform is not to remove the requirement of celibacy. Yeah. But just to remove the question of celibacy it's don't ask asked. don't tell they have created don't ask don't tell <laughs> for the church <laughs> for the yeah <laughs> well i mean this is this is the church of england they uh, should have known that it was rude to ask in the first place <laughs> it's none of their business <laughs> apparently though uh whenever a um a member of the clergy is looking to sort of advance or move up in the uh, uh in, in the organization sure uh, there are there's sort of set things that they're that they're asked about, and hey, you, for the, you fucking any dudes? <laughs> I think that's how they put it. Well, for the non-married uh-huh. folk, uh-huh. Uh, they uh, they ask that they ask that question. Now, of course, the expectation still stands that uh, that uh, they will adhere to the church's teachings. Uh, the intercourse should be should only be in a heterosexual marriage. Wow. They are uh, not walking a line very well, frankly. <laughs> They're like, don't worry, we're not dicks. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> I know. Like, what's going on here? I thought that this... I thought they'd kind of... The way that it had been presented, I guess, in other articles I read about, like, you know, allowing gay clergy to, you know, serve openly in the right. CV... I thought that they were just kind of that the issue was settled and that that weird that they keep losing parishioners. Into, yeah, I mean, what's going on here? This doesn't this doesn't seem doesn't jibe with anything that any of my perception of. Yeah, the no, the problem is that they're still a Christian church and they're trying real hard to uh, to to stay in in that traditional 
space. Right. Because the thing is that the second that they that they say we're okay with gay people yeah. having sex. Yeah. Like they'll say we're okay with gay people. They'll say that. Right. Some members of the Anglican communion, some different uh offshoot churches will uh will bless a gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Not all. Right. Uh Lord knows those African ones aren't no aren't getting on board with that. Uh but but that but apparently Wow, yeah, the C of E itself. Yeah. The 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 main dogs yeah. In that hunt, uh, not okay. Yeah, and here's the interesting <laughs> thing about having a uh, an official state church. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Parliament, if change does not come soon, uh, will be acting to change these policies on their side. They will pass oh, laws wow. requiring the Church of England to uh, reform their policies. I guess I didn't know that the the the. Can you believe that? They could do that. Isn't I know that crazy? I, I know that the head of the Church of England is the queen. Yes. So I knew so I guess I assumed that like if she ever wanted to pull her weight, which she never would do. Never. Uh she could. But I didn't know Parliament could step in. Yeah, uh according to uh Labour MP uh member of Parliament, uh Ben Bradshaw. Yeah. Um who's in a who's a Christian in a civil partnership. Um, this, yeah, it, it is, uh, says it is progress for them to stop asking the celibacy question, but it still leaves the church of England policy based essentially on dishonesty and encouraging its clergy to lie. There's a growing sense that if church cannot sort this out for themselves, then parliament may have to do that for them. Yeah. Except that now they've got like Theresa May in power. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're, they're going to do that anytime soon. Who knows? Who knows? Who yeah. knows? I mean, you know, you got some, apparently you got some, some they gay can MPs. Try. They can try. They can try. They can go for it. Uh, I'm going to take us to um, Morris County, New Jersey, oh. where the foofer f- uh, f- swept into action recently. Oh, yeah. Um, they challenged a hundred or sorry, $1.4 million in allotments uh, for, for grants filed, uh, that were given to uh, churches, okay, to uh, to renovate as historic preservation grants. These are issued from what the state government, uh, city government. There, oh, there was a, so I guess it's actually more than five point five million in historic preservation grants given to churches over the past five years. Uh, yeah, by uh, state government, I think. Yeah. So hmm. the question is, you know, tax dollars now. On the one hand, you've got preservation of a historical building. Yes. Uh, that's, I think, you know, there's something legitimate to that. Yes. Even if it is a, a, a religious thing, it's, a, it's also a, a part of the history. It's part of the fabric of the community. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like, a, it's a sketchy moment. Oh, yeah. I, I personally don't think that they should probably be using tax dollars for that unless the, 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 Unless we're getting something back from those tax dollars, like if they were going to dedicate, you know, maybe their uh, fellowship hall or whatever uh, as a community center for after school programs or something like Mm. like maybe if there was some kind of little compromise there, maybe we could have this discussion. But otherwise, just the fact that it's a pretty building that's still actively working as a church, that's a problem for me. If it's been decommissioned and is just like... 
you know, a symbol of, of the heritage of the community and whatnot, and they're going to repurpose it. I don't have any problem with that. Here's the thing. I, I still recognize a working church, recognize the thought that a working church can be part of a cultural heritage. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with preserving a, a, a sort of monumental, like, an iconic building. But don't they are a historic? I mean, they're building. already not paying taxes. Well, and that's now a they're good going point. to get tax money given to them. That's a good point. Uh, the the Foofer uh, agree with you on that point. They huh. say that uh, they they say that they're challenging, especially the one point four one point zero four million dollars in allotments to the Presbyterian Church in Morristown uh, to allow quote continued use by our congregation for worship and services. Uh, and then, mm. and, th- and then, oh, and then this is an interesting thing, uh, that you might find interesting allotments to St. Peter's Episcopal church to ensure quote, continued safe public access to the church for worship. Now, I guess that's public access to for worship though. It's the for worship. It's the worship. Part. That's the problem. You know? Yeah. If they were, I don't know, doing, had a, had a little corner of the building that was dedicated to some kind of community outreach that was you know, secular in nature, yeah. more civically. Yeah, you know. I mean, especially since they're including in their own language that this is for worship. Yeah. Y- you know what? That's like us help. I mean, let's be honest. Our our government helps businesses do, you know, gives businesses grants to do business too. Yeah. Which I also kind of think, you know, if if you can't make it work, it doesn't work. <laughs> if you can't make your, your church work, if you can't make, like, keeping up your building Part yeah. of part of your deal, right? Church doesn't work, <laughs> right? Your church is broken. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I um, cry foul. Anyway, Superior Court. What about what about that old mosque down the road? Yeah. Does, yeah. How many is that get? How much money is yeah. that getting? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not part of our heritage. Well, <laughs> it's part of somebody's heritage. <laughs> Superior Court Judge Margaret Goodzite uh, disagrees with us. Goodzite. Yeah. Oh. Uh, she she said that uh, she she ruled against the fuffer for this <gasps> one. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I don't like her. Well, Martha, Martha Goodsight, Margaret, Margaret. She said, um, yeah. "Yeah, she's on. She's she just made my shit list." Morris County's Historic Preservation Grants Program limits grants to to specified and clearly defined historic elements of the structures. More importantly, the funds are not released until the architects certify the specific work has been performed. Thus, any diversion of a grant of grant funds to support sectarian activities is impossible. So she's saying it can't possibly. She's saying it's not like the money's. Yeah, fuck what she's saying. Who cares? They're not she's, buying Bibles with it, right? Exactly. Yeah, she's like, is that what she's saying? No, what she's saying is that like. It's just for the upkeep of the building, and so the the and so like right, so that community doesn't have to spend their money right on that on that building that they own that they own that we that yeah that the that rest we're of now us going to just fix up. Now I would say this: if it was like a pivotal, like really important building on maybe like the town square, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't keep up their belfry or something like that. Maybe I would I would be like, well, this is for like 
sort of the the civic landscape as much as it is for anything else. Yeah. Maybe that I would be See, I'd be able to have saying. that discussion. But beyond that, but it's but yeah, but what you're still doing is you're still freeing up funds that they would have to like they couldn't have their own fundraiser, right? Have multiple nights of bingo, have some bake sales. You they squeeze your parishioners literally weekly. Yeah. Just put the squeeze on a little harder for, for two months yeah, or something. They're, they're apparently bad at raising money. Just make one of those posters that's got the thermometer on it and the <laughs> you just make it red going up higher yeah. and higher until you hit your goal. Yeah. Those are great. People love those. You could, yeah. And just, you know, sister act that shit. Mm. You know? Yeah. Just, Get out there. Hire strippers. <laughs> Those are festive. Just whatever Just you got to do. Clean it up. Yeah. You know? Put on some gloves. Just, yeah. Get out there and do some fucking work, yeah. people. You're, that's, that's what you do. Spend a Sunday working instead of... Uh, but I don't need to pay for it. Blathering. Right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that bugs me. Well, it happened. I, I even go back on my comments about the Belfry. Fuck the Belfry. <laughs> All right. Um, there is a. Group- I, I should just say the the yeah. Fufurf plans to appeal. Good. So, so you know, as they should. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a very interesting transition to this story. Okay. Um, I I'm sure everybody has heard about. Um, well, and we've talked about the some of the um, animosity toward the Jewish community in this country that's mm. starting to. Uh, bubble up uh, thanks to, uh, you know, the alt-right, mm. the white supremacists, white nationalists, la-di-da-di-da, yeah. uh, KKK, so forth and so on. Um, there have been uh, the there have been Jewish community centers um, across the country uh, receiving um, bomb threats over the last uh, few weeks. Mm. Um, places like... Uh, Florida, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York, so forth and so on. All up and down the eastern seaboard. Uh, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Um, and they're receiving, the, they're, I guess there were more than 20 reported on, I guess, last Wednesday. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just, it just keeps going and uh, it's a serious, serious problem, of course. Um, however... Something in this article really caught my attention, which is, you know, there are basically three different kinds of calls mm-hmm. that, that, that you get when a bomb threat is being called in. Um, there'll be sort of the human voice, where there's just somebody talking. Right. There'll be one where there's also uh, where they try to disguise their voice in some sort of way. Right. And then there are robots. Like when they talk really high. Is that what they do? Possibly. I'm going to bomb your church. <laughs> Your synagogue is going down, baby. <laughs> I don't think that's what they do. No, I don't think so either. However, there are also robocalls. Uh-huh. Auto dialers. Yeah, yeah. They're just calling Jewish community centers. They just plug in the numbers. A pre-recorded threat. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there's something. Like, first of all, you pick up the phone and it's like, hello. There has been, you know, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, and and there is a bomb placed in your (laughs) community center. Yeah. You know, like, like, how do you even take that threat 
I mean, you have to take a bomb threat seriously. Yes. Right. But how do you take a robo called one where you know all it is is just it's just auto dialing? It's just going from one to the next to the next yeah. to the next. Yeah. Isn't I that just bizarre? It's, it's weird. Well, like, I mean, you know, lazy white supremacists. <laughs> I don't know if that's lazy. Maybe I it's lazy. I think that's just get a, on the fucking phone. I'm just glad and make some calls. I'm glad to hear that the haters out there have 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 gotten into the ingenuity thing. They're 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 uh, they're streamlining. <laughs> yeah. That's not I'm just That's horrible, Dan. Yeah. No. This is they <laughs> if you're going to be hateful Pick up the phone and do it yourself. Do it yourself. Have the balls to actually to disguise talk. your voice. Right. And <laughs> I think that that is the right. I think I think the high pitched falsetto <laughs> is the right voice for a bomb threat. Maybe with the, like a some sort of accent to go along with it. What do you what what accent do you do with that? Oh, you do sort of sort of that like like Audrey in in uh, in. The, oh, what's in the 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 plant one the 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 movie Little Shop of Horrors Little Shop of Horrors Thank oh, you. Okay, God damn, I, my brain just does not want to come up with certain things. Wow, like. but yeah, if you did, you could do like a like a Brooklyn sort of thing. We're gonna bomb your whole synagogue. <laughs> your JCC is going down. <laughs> could do that. You could do that. That's, that's pretty sick, Dan. That's though. one of those things where it's like. Now I really don't want to take it seriously. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's and of course it's, this is just we're laughing. And, and there are to be clear, there are no bombs. There have so far been no bombs. There's no, just, there, none just, of these Jewish community centers have actually uh, been blown up. However, uh, they they of course have to. You know, the FBI is on it. Yeah, and they're trying to track down these folk who because you can't do this. This is right. no, no, absolutely not. First of all, you can't you can't call in a bomb threat to to anything, right? No, it, it, it's it it's it's it's. But this meets the definition this is of terrorism. Crime. This is terrorism. It's uh, they're they're specifically trying to rattle the Jewish community in this right. country, and it's uh, the, and you, you know what the real bullshit about this is. This could be a kid. With the technology that we have these days, this could be just one, you know, 18-year-old dipshit like Dylan Roof out there just yeah. uh, It could be or it could or, be a, or it could be a let's not mass let's conspiracy. not diminish it either. Yeah. You know, like um there are hateful people out there and Lots they're of looking to change our country and they're feeling particularly and, emboldened right now yeah and so it's uh it's terrifying my heart goes out to you know uh the jewish community yeah absolutely um and uh i i don't i don't want i don't want anybody to feel unsafe or targeted for being a, who they are yeah whatever their heritage their religion their what is sexuality, race, whatever yeah. in this country. I mean, that is not what this country is about. You and I rail. Uh, well, I don't want anybody to feel that way in any country, but well, but, I mean, but we don't yeah. have any influence in right. other countries. And hopefully we have a little bit here. You, yeah. I was going to say you and I rail against religions and against the influence that religions have and against yeah. a lot of things. Neither of us would ever want the, 
a religious person to feel unsafe, to right. feel unwelcome, to feel marginalized right. in society. Right. That's not the point. No. It's we what can they disagree believe with we them. Disagree we, with. we can disagree with them, but like that is just that it is it is inexcusable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Wow, we just came down against terrorism. What a what a controversial position to take. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take us to. Uh, I guess we have to acknowledge that Donald Trump was uh, inaugurated and is our current president now. Yes, in yeah. this country. That's that's real. You, you speak truth. That's real life. That's that, that that's happening. <laughs> did, um, you, did you see the thing in the Scottish newspaper? Yes, <laughs> that listed it in their TV guide. As, that listed the inauguration in their TV guide as a as an episode of Twilight Zone. <laughs> the comeback of a the four Twilight. year long episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, they they hit the nail on the head with that. Anyway, uh, one of the things that happened at this inauguration is praying. And boy, did it happen a lot. There was a lot of praying. Uh, I was so annoyed. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the groups, there's one group of people that's really annoyed about it. And that is a, uh, a lot of uh, Muslims are very angry at Imam Muhammad Majid. Who who joined in uh, in the praying mm-hmm. uh, with with Donald Trump? Uh, I understand that they're ang- why they would be angry. Uh, basically, he went and prayed at a, for at the inauguration of a man who has openly said he wants to register all Muslims and keep Muslims from coming into this country, and said all kinds of hateful things about Muslims. Yeah. The fact that he was even invited is kind of a miracle, but it's a much better statement not to go. Yeah. In that case. Yeah. Shocking. So, yes, uh, they found them a Muslim to go ahead and pray. Man, I wonder what Trump's people, what Trump's, what the Trumpites, those who are his followers, how they feel about that guy. Well, you know, even... Even the Muslims realize that 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 Trump is right. Oh, they right. They want to be on the registry, Dan. Oh, right. They're, because they're if they're they have looking to, because if they're not doing anything wrong, and he's already here, it's not like <laughs> they're going to keep him out of the country. <laughs> he's the uh, former president of the Islamic Society of North America. Hmm. Uh, you know, he, he and he's worked apparently. T- in a, to try and de-radicalize Muslim youth, I guess that's yeah. a good thing. He probably, you know, rationalized it in his head that it's better to have the presence there and to be on that lectern and to. Well, here's what he said. I'll just. Why don't we let him say? Oh, it? okay. Uh, yeah. Which is uh, one of the ta- he said, "quote One of the tasks of the religious leader is to convey the truth and the values of Islam to everyone, including those in power, to advocate for what is good, and to address those who misunderstand." And have misconceptions about the beauty of Islam. I get that. He says, he says, as leaders, we must always tread the high moral ground in all circumstances. Uh, when we are presented with a platform to share our values, we must take the opportunity. And yeah, it's probably a good idea to put a Muslim face mm-hmm. in that crowd that isn't, uh, and, you know, in some way it's probably better to have been invited than not invited at all. Yeah. 
in some weird way. I mean, except for the fact that what what is going on in the minds of the organizers? Like, and 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 with Trump, like, is Trump? Who knows if he's even gonna? Is he is he plan? Is he following through on that one? Is that one of the, no. the ones that are gonna? No. Is he following through on anything? Well, he's gonna get that. He wants that wall. He's going to talk about a wall. He's not going to get a wall. He's going to make Mexico pay for it. <laughs> well, when they write a check, make a wall. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. We'll get him to pay for it in after the fact or another. After the fact. Right. That'll work. You know, th- Great job th- there. Th- tariffs, maybe. Mm. We'll get it. We'll get, we'll get our money. Yeah. That stone certainly has some blood to squeeze. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I... It's an interesting dilemma for for a, a Muslim leader. Hey, yeah, you want to pray? I, like, and let's and make no mistake. There were four thousand prayers are surrounding this inauguration. I didn't even notice this guy. He was he, he was sandwiched in. I'm sure he was like put in some sort of like one some breakfast event that like thirty two people came to or whatever. But there yeah, you go. Probably. You know. Poor guy. That's a dilemma. It is a dilemma. I is I it? don't think anybody should have gone to the thing, but no. What are you going to do? I didn't I didn't I couldn't even bring myself to watch it. I it was it was on in the office at work. Yeah. So, I just yeah. kind of listened in and and everybody was just kind of like standing around staring at it and it was just like Oof. my friend was horrified by what he had to say and told me what it was and I was like yeah, that's all. That's that's what he is. That's yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Did you not know who he was? Yeah. There you go. All right, Dan. Yeah. Pot. Weed. The marijuana. Grass. Devil's <laughs> sticky icky. Yes. Uh, it's uh, it's gaining uh, some momentum. Legalization is in this country. Okay. Um. And uh, the the latest group of kind of what uh, who's uh, really on board with legalization? Apparently, a lot of cur- conservative Christian legislators are jumping on the legalized weed uh, bandwagon. Mm. Um, you know, now twenty eight states have legalized mar- uh, medical marijuana. Twenty eight. Uh, wow. Twenty eight. Um, and sixty uh, percent of Americans support legalization according to uh gallup poll oh uh including 42 percent of republicans there you uh, go approve of legalization which is interesting um and then uh Word you know it's actually out. medical wear- marijuana um i mean it didn't have much traction but it was uh brought up in last year's uh legislative session here in utah and apparently it's gonna be brought up again yeah i have um, a friend who's who's on the front lines of that uh of that particular issue because she she has a terrible condition where her head just always like is excruciating pain. Oh, dear God. And uh yeah, it's like a neurological face thing and she's uh-huh. just all and weed is what helps. Wow. So uh fuck you if you don't want her to feel better. <laughs> yeah. At least medical. At least medical. At least medical. If, if the doctors are telling you it works, yeah. Shut the hell up and let them do it. But even re- recreation has gained some steam. I th- I do believe that most of these conservative 
uh, Christian legislators are uh, more about the the medical mm-hmm. uh, marijuana. It's an easier sell. It is an easier sell, and you know more and more people have had it, have come into contact with pot in one way or another. Yeah, right. Um, they've known now. They know someone who's you know whatever medical condition was alleviated a little, um, or someone some who pain had- that was. Uh, you know, diminished because of it. Or they all have a grandson who smokes a lot, but he's super (laughs) sweet and nice and helps them with their, their leaves and always hungry though. Always hungry. Uh, you know, it it is interesting because, uh, yeah, it's a tough sell because as, as a conservative, I feel bad if you want to, if you want to do this because the conservative, uh, movement of this country has been built for since the Nixon era, on the backs of demonizing drug use as yeah. being, and when I say demonizing, it's basically satanic. <laughs> How bad yeah. it is! Yeah, I mean, you well, know, you got you got the Reagans. They, you know, the, a lot of the, most of the uh, Republican uh, presidents that we've had came in, at least in part, on a platform of demonizing drug use and getting you know tough on drugs and the war on drugs and blah 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 yeah so yeah for yeah, them to, I, for them to like switch that now and say oh no this one's okay well it that's is what they're doing you know yeah. they're not saying th- these people aren't like oh let's decriminalize everything right that's that's not the discussion this no. is one one substance or one plant or whatever uh one drug one drug that they're that they're getting okay with because it's just because it turns oh, out to be way overwhelmingly it, it's safer than cigarettes and alcohol. Oh yeah, in fact, here the the article includes uh, a, a picture of a billboard. I don't know where it is, but it has it has a a, a beer mug, uh-huh. um, a football helmet, and a pot leaf, and it says beer, football, and over the pot leaf it says safer. Yeah, that's so, true. It's not. I don't think it's. It's provocative. It is. Um, but uh, that that's where we're at at this point, and it, we're so far along on it that even like the 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 crazy Christians are coming around. Yeah, so it's just a matter of time, Dan. It, it is. How long in Utah do you think? Well, I you know I I hesitate to predict because I would have put. Utah at the back of the pack in terms of uh, gay marriage, and then boom. Yeah, except it was court decision. It yeah, wasn't the people of Utah. Yeah, you know. I, again, I just this would be our legislature deciding. Yeah, they're, you know. they're they're it's going to be tough to predict unless you know all that has to happen is that the church gives a little wink and a nod and says we don't care about that, and suddenly boom. Oh, because one of their once somebody gets sick right exactly when uh-huh. once uh thomas monson's glaucoma really needs help suddenly oh shit yeah mer- medical at least is he still alive <laughs> who knows is he really he's animatronic now i would think he'd have to they've be. just put a thomas monson skin suit over the old uh the old bear at chuck e cheese or How whatever he'd still be alive that man yeah he is just clinging on much to, I'm sure, many people's chagrin because they have to keep trotting him out, and he's not—he's uh, not well. They're not—they're not. They're not no, they, I know. He—it's—he's not cogent. 
or no, coherent. It's sick. They parade him around. Yeah. Uh, this ninety some odd year old man. How old is he? Oh, he's like four thousand years old. <laughs> the leader of the Mormon Church. All right, uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi. Oh, area. Clarksdale. You and I went near yeah, there. We've been there. Uh, I I tried to sell my soul to the devil there. Didn't uh, work. Didn't did, take. Didn't take. He yeah, would. He already has it, Dan. Not worth even guitar lessons for me. <laughs> he, my soul is not even worth that to him. Oh. All right. Uh, down there, there's a a principal of a of an elementary school whose whose test scores, their standardized test scores, went from as a school they were getting an F. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were failing as a school. Yeah. Within a couple of years, whoop, up to A. Really? As a whole school. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is uh, this, it's virtually mir- miraculous. And I'll tell you what. The, uh, the principal of the school agrees and attributed <laughs> it in part to prayer. Really? Not, mm. you know, maybe teachers doing their job? No, it's definitely not that. It's actually cheating. They were cheating. What? Yeah, it looks like. I mean, there's no, there's no absolute proof of it. There were some kids who were saying that, you know, they were actually given answers for standardized oh. tests. Oh my god! Uh, and also, uh, schools that come after that school. So there, there, so there was a junior high that was reorganized to uh, include uh, oh. fifth and sixth grade. They're feeding into. Well, what I'm okay. Once, yeah. So once these kids leave this school and yeah. go to that school. All of these kids who are doing so much better, who are advanced students, who are, you know, have have above grade level understanding and knowledge, suddenly not doing so well <laughs> when they get to the new school. Well, I mean, or maybe the new school's not praying enough. They're not. You know, they the, need to this, learn the lessons of of, uh, of of this principle. Lawanda Tyler Jones, who is the principal of the thing, she was Prayer. talking about how she actually how she anointed the desks. And just other things. That must be it, right? That explains everything. Couldn't be cheating. What other explanation could there be? Oh, this poor, poor woman. Poor school. Poor kids. Yeah. You know, all that effort to cheat. Hey, how about teach them? Well, I don't know if you know this. That's hard. (laughs) Teaching kids is hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. But guess what? All those people signed up to do. Yeah. Uh, be teachers. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's. Uh, but then again, uh, unfortunately, it's not like a place like Clarksdale, Mississippi can draw in the creme of the the, the, you know, the creme de la creme of the teaching pool. Well, that's sadly probably true. Yeah. Um, hmm. Nonetheless, yeah, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so she uh, where there's like some bonuses attached to this. Like how were they going to oh, shut down I, the school? Probably she was going to lose her job. Yeah, I don't know. Guess what's going to happen? Now? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Look, you've incentivized <laughs> prayer, I guess. <laughs> no, or she's the school's going to close. Cheating. She's going to lose her job. She's going to do what she needs to do to, to keep it. I mean, not the che- not the teaching thing, like you said. Right. She's not going to do that. They're not going to be able to accomplish that. But yeah, <laughs> people amaze me because, like, like you couldn't just think that through, right? 
Yeah. Like, y- y- <laughs> yeah. If the if the kids wind up at another school, it's going to be like whatever middle school you feed into. Yeah. How are you so going to get away with this? That it's you're you're going to get caught. You got a year. You These got people are going to be like two years. Oh, we're getting a bunch of those. You know. Clarksdale, yeah, uh, elementary schools, you know, kids. Oh, they're doing. They're so, so good. We're good. so excited to have them, and they show up, and they're just. Burr, burr, yeah, burr. Heidelberg Elementary is is Heidelberg. Yeah, we got those Heidelberg kids. Here's Ooh. the thing. Uh, bring up our scores. This is going to be awesome. Here's the here's the quote from uh, a, a state education official who who interviewed uh, Ms. Tyler Jones uh, in sort of in investigating. These alarmingly high score, this, this amazing shift in, in the school's uh, scores. The impossible shift. Said, uh, she indicated to me during an interview that she anointed the desks, the pencils, the doorways, and also the students' heads <gasps> with holy water. Oh, no. What the fuck? I, man, that is some shit right there. <laughs> I hope she didn't really. She also that. turned one of the water fountains into a into a baptismal font. I don't know. Well, yeah, not good. No, oh, my God. All right. Well, if you uh, have anything you'd like to say about this, Is, are we done? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's why I wasn't going on to another story. Yeah. And you normally lead in. Yeah, that's so funny. Hey. Great job, everybody. We made it through. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, if you'd like to join in and uh, have anything to say about anything that you've heard so far on the show, uh, you can email us. The email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah, or go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. While you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we'll let you in. You can also voicemail us. You can leave us your voice, which we may or may not play on the show at our own discretion. (laughs) (laughs) But it's awesome when you do that. We we actually really love it when you do that. Uh, Call us 424-666-8442. So it's 424, then the devil's number, then TGIA. So, Dan. Yes? Do you like Jim Baker as much as I do? Oh, you know, here's the thing. You go for the, for, for the, for the really wise uh, religious content. <laughs> you stay for the food. For the delicious, for delicious the, food. For the will last into eternity buckets oh yeah i basically food. basically the man is really running more of like a a christian home shopping network it is sort of thing there's always some banner on that's selling something yeah a book food whatever ball caps with a with a cross on it <laughs> yes. whatever the man has a business model people yeah and uh is not paying a lot of taxes probably or any but anyway so uh Here's what he has to say about uh, our new president. Oh, yeah. And uh, what? He, it's a very coherent message. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, I think we can all learn a lot from this. You're seeing the warfare between good and evil? 
No. Uh, it's oh, all about it. All bo- it. I th- everything that's going on right now is good and evil. All the yes. political war. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They want to kill Trump. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they want to have sin. Right. They want to kill their babies. Right. Mi- a million women are getting ready to march in Washington, D.C. right after the inauguration so that they can kill their babies. Mm-hmm. Who? I'm telling you, people, give me a Bible. If it was in the Bible that King, you know, went and and killed babies uh, and and that the women of the city marched, a million women marched to the right to kill their own babies. Women don't do that if it's normal. Women fight to save their babies. That's natural. Oh my! <laughs> they want to kill their babies. They're marching for so the right can. to kill their babies. They That's love it. they love killing babies. Uh, you know what? Let me just say, it is fun. It is. It's a. It is a good goof <laughs> of a Friday night. Oh, you know, yeah. you're bored. You're yeah. just looking for something you're to pregnant. do. Get yourself knocked up. Yeah. Then you got to. You know, you get to go out and kill you a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you just do it over and over and over. Yeah, it's just—it's fun. Oh yeah, oh. I do. I do. You know that's it. It's a great straw man. It, yeah. Like he doesn't have to listen to any of the other arguments, any of the other complaints. They just want to. I loved the notion that we want that that we. I assume he's talking about us. Uh huh. We liberal, you know, atheist types, right? We want to kill Trump, he says, because we want to sin. I, well, I got news for you, brother. I'm a sinning. Like you're one way or the other. I don't need no Trump to do stuff that you don't like. Yeah. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. They want yeah. to kill Trump. Murder. That's what he's, he's claiming that we want to murder Trump so that we can sin. What? It's, well, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to say. I mean, we'll talk a lot more about this uh, yeah. later. But man, he's uh, he's got our number. I think I feel like he's really he's really nailed it on that one. Hey, we had some folks write into us uh, and call in. Um, I'm just gonna launch in here. This is from Frederick. Uh, hey, hi Frank and Dan. On your last episode, you mentioned how people can buy beer at McDonald's abroad. As someone who grew up in Sweden, I can confirm that it's true. Unfortunately, the only beer available in Swedish McDonald's is what is known as Class 1 or light beer. Uh, This type of beer contains only 2.25% alcohol by volume. What? So it makes Utah's 4% seem downright excessive. Wow. Yeah. We thought our beer was... It was a little light on the alky. That's that's really light. Okay. That's, yeah, he says because of the low alcohol content, there's no age limit for buying light beer. And as most 14-year-olds know, if you drink a lot of the light shit, you get drunk. Boy, you got to drink a lot of that, though. Yeah. Ooh, I'm amazed you don't have just fat Swedes running around <laughs> everywhere. At least the teens. Yeah, all, the, all these. <laughs> you don't have a teen obesity epidemic from all the kids <laughs> trying to get drunk at McDonald's. Anyway, I can't believe our show has begun. I should have pre- prefaced this by saying this is the now the segment on our show when we talk about McDonald's outside of the United States of America. Uh, that's yeah, I know, I, that's yeah. all we talk about anymore. Anyway, no, uh, thanks for uh, 
Thanks for the uh, the uh, the stuff about Sweden. It, apparently, it's very much like Utah because uh, they have a people beer that's class two beer, okay. uh, which is three point five percent. Still not high. Still not the four percent. High high percent, yeah. and that can be bought in grocery stores gotcha. by anyone eighteen or over. Yeah. Anything over that is a class three or strong beer, and only st- sold in a liquor store, and you have to be twenty years old. So, like, oh, that's an interesting. Yeah. Thing. Apparently, uh, the more diluted the uh, alcohol is, the younger it's okay to buy it. <laughs> but yeah, there you, is some as, reason there. As as the writer, as Frederick says, if you drink enough of it, it'll have the same effect. Yeah. 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 I have a voicemail that I, I can Ooh, play. Let's play that. Um, and uh, yeah, a, a really great point that, that, that this caller has. I'm just going to let him get into it. Hey, Dan. Hey, Frank. This is Scott. Uh, I was calling because I was listening to another podcast that talked about the Supreme Court, and they brought up the uh, Satanic Temple. Um, what's funny is that, you know, I actually wrote into them to point out that it wasn't actually Satanist because they, they seem to think it was. Um, and then your episode, um, most recent one, you guys brought up that, you know, they had an after-school program in Utah that taught science. And uh, I've been beginning to wonder if maybe, you know, the Satanic Temple isn't doing a little more harm than good. A lot of Christians already think that science is, you know, of Satan or tied to Satanism. Um, they see it as totally, you know, against their religion. And a lot of, you know, Christians tend to see atheists as, you know, satanic or, or um, you know, influenced by Satan. Um, you know, you guys brought up in the most recent episode that not a lot of people realize you know, necessarily do the, the work to make that connection that it's atheists trying to prove a point. Um, I'm almost wondering if at this point they're not doing more harm than good, you know, um, kind of proving the point that the Christians are making that, you know, science is satanic or confirming that atheists are influenced by Satan, um, you know, missing the point entirely and just confirming what the Christians already believe. Um, you know, I love what they do. I love hearing their stories. But just giving it a little more thought, it, it does pose a couple problems that I don't know that they've fully fleshed out or fully thought through. Um, so just a couple thoughts. Thank you, guys. Love the show. Keep it up. Have a great week. Well, that's a really interesting point, uh, actually. I I, I yeah. think I, I see what he's saying. You know, you've got these after-school programs that are now connecting science and Satanism. And, you know, they're already afraid of both. I, I don't know that I share his concern. Uh, I get where he's coming from, and I think that it's valid. I just think uh, all you have to do is say the word Satan and put it in a school, and every, nobody hears any of the rest of it. Nobody hears what they're actually teaching in the after-school program. It, what's important about it is that they keep it uh, crystal clean, like that they like for their message to, to work— there has to be nothing objectionable in what they actually teach other than the word Satan. And so that's what they're doing. But I get what he's saying. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, though, it, it, his, I think his point is that even the science isn't all that uh, clean yeah. for a certain part of the population. And, 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 and so, I mean, I don't know what you could ever really having one of those programs um, yeah. that, that that's going to uh, uh, that, that all sides could agree on. Right. Let's say um, 
But yeah, I, I think it's actually a pretty good point that, you know, the satanic temple, when they're showing up and, uh, their, their way of, uh, protesting, um, 10 commandments on, you know, court grounds right. or on, uh, capital grounds that, uh, that their solution to that is to propose a Baphomet right. monument to go in next to the 10 commandments. I think that's brilliant work yeah um maybe maybe he does uh, scott does have a point though that when they start promoting like science or a, a particular worldview there is a threat there of a potential problem that that, that they could but i i kind of see scott's point yeah cause some problem here they could cause people to to misunderstand that's that's an interesting. I I do see that. I mean, actually. I'm really yeah. kind of taking what Scott says to heart a little bit. I also think I you know I do now that I'm j- just sort of riffing. I wonder if it might not have been a good idea just to teach the kids not like satanic ritual or satan you know like the we're going to we're going to sacrifice a cow today or whatever, but rather you know. The Satanic Temple, if you go to their website, if you read the, the tenets of their, their belief system, they use Lucifer, they use Satan as this sort of uh, figurehead, not n- as, as a mythological uh, concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, don't, they don't believe in a real uh, personified Satan. They believe in a Satan uh, in the story who's the first sort of rebel against an oligarch who is God sort mm. of thing. Right. I think they should teach that because even though I am the one who just said that they needed to keep it clean, mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what does it because their whole thing is me too, right? Their whole thing is to show out, show the absurdity of what the Christians are doing mm-hmm. by taking it to the extreme. Right. And by taking it to the extreme that the Christians wouldn't like. Right. And so, you know, you can't you what you can't do is do anything that would be abusive to the children right. or that would be confusing or that would be uh, that would be bad for the kids. But if you're just teaching them about this person, Lucifer, who is a pretend person <laughs> and here's why we like him. Right. We like the idea that he thinks for himself instead of just accepting blindly what other people have to yeah. say. And we like the idea that he believes in other people getting the chance to think for themselves as well. And we, you know, and, and you just find only good things right. that could be related to that. And you teach them good principles, but using that as your, as your, as your platform, maybe that would be even more effective. Just keep it about Satan. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Well, yeah. Follow you, through on the whole thing. Yeah. You're Satanists. Yeah. Keep it about, because you, I mean, that, that's the genius of putting up the Baphomet. Right. Right. Is that it's about because Satan. It, it is. It, it's, it, it goes all the way. It's just like the coloring book, right? Now the coloring book is yeah, the coloring book is great because it is wholesome, uh-huh. But it's got these images of kids with the the pentagrams mm-hmm. around their necks mm-hmm. and stuff, wearing a t-shirt with like the the goat right with the horn, yeah, yeah, with the, the the Baphomet thing. So so yeah, I mean that's what's that's what works, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't like know. Maybe, maybe the dots. Pentagram. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe the science thing isn't the right way to, isn't the right way to go. Hmm. Anyway, that's an interesting call. Thanks. Uh, Jack wrote into us. Hi, Frank and Dan. Love your show. Uh, I'd like to offer a small correction. 
Mm. Uh, towards the end of the show, you cited Waltz versus Tax Commission of the City of New York. Uh, in your commentary, you said and real estate said uh, and owned real estate in Richmond County in Virginia. Uh, uh, he, Jack very rightly points out uh, that what I meant was Richmond County is one of New York's five boroughs. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I, I mistakenly said, I think I heard, I read the word Richmond and my brain just said Virginia and I yeah. just stopped there. Ah. But yes, New York. New York. Thank you for that correction, awesome. Jack. Uh, also, Le- Lee wrote in. Lee uh, says, hey, Frank and Dan, Lee from a very small town. Oh, he said very, very small town. Melford, Saskatchewan, where we have 14 churches for 6,000 people. Ooh. I watched Trump's inauguration today. First time I've really paid close attention to politics. I'm only 23. While I've always noticed a stark contrast between Canadian and American politics, uh, especially when it comes to the involvement of religion, I really became aware when, within an hour or so of watching the ceremony, it was filled with prayers upon prayers and endless mentioning of God and Jebus. With Canada's election of Trudeau last year, I can't remember any mention of religion whatsoever from any party. So much for the First Amendment. Yeah, we have a cute little thing that we like to do where we say one thing, but but tradition is more important. Mm. And so we, yes. Mm. Mm. I mean, the inauguration, yeah. Yeah, it's... Who knows? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not nice. For those of us who don't believe, it's just a it's a lot to take. Yeah, all of the praying after praying after praying, one after another too. That was that was weird to me. It's so inclusive. You have one prayer, and then you do something. Yeah, and then maybe you have another prayer, and you do something else. Yeah, but here's the that thing: this was just they need to, they need to be blessed praying. by Baptist God, by Methodist God, by Episcopalian God. Mm-hmm. Unitarian God, like yeah. they need to be covered by all of the gods. That's not how it works, Dan. It is if you're inaugurating, because that's all they do. Uh, oh, there you go. All right, you have any other email? Nope, that's that's it. All right. Well, we do have we have a couple people to thank on Patreon. Yes. Um, we had uh, one person sign up as a new uh, donor. Lee, who comes in as now as Saint Lee. <gasps> we have a sainted have a saint. patron? Sainted patron. Oh my um, god. And of course, uh, James is uh, still our saint. If you'd like to uh, be like Lee, and you should, <laughs> please visit our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and, uh, and go to the Facebook, or and go to the Patreon. Click on the Patreon link and uh, go sign up. Yeah. Well, Frank. Yeah? Uh, there's a bunch of ladies out marching. Mm. All over this country of ours. Marching ladies. Marching women. Uh, you know, la- women are from Mars. Mar- March Martian women? No, uh, isn't that a thing? Men are from men are from Mars. Women ladies, are from, ladies are from Venus. Ladies, the ladies. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Uh, yeah. So here's the thing. I was actually pretty inspired by all of the marching mm-hmm. uh, that happened over mm-hmm. this weekend. Hmm. 
I think it was pretty neat. Yeah. We had a march here in Utah. Uh, there was a march in Park City where where Sundance Film Festival is happening. Yeah. Uh, I think there were some celebrities. There were a number. Yeah, of celebrities. Involved in that one. Yeah. Uh, they were right at the front holding a big banner. Yeah. Lots of photo ops. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, there will be another march actually here in Salt Lake tomorrow. That's true too. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow being our Monday. tomorrow, not whatever tomorrow you're hearing this. Right. Anyway, uh, and then of course there's the there's the marching that happened in um, in D.C. The big one was uh, Washington D.C. where uh, it is estimated that over half a million marchers. Wow, that's uh, phenomenal. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people, and uh, not for nothing, dwarfed poor little Trumpy's inauguration <laughs> crowd. I know. Oh, uh, so, poor Trump. Uh, oh. oh, and his and his new uh, press secretary had a little had a little fit about about those numbers the, the numbers that were reported. Well, they were the yeah, yeah. I mean, according to 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 uh, the White House, it was the the best attended inauguration ever. Yeah, he Which, was he was including TV numbers in that, and I still don't believe it. No, I mean the 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 <laughs> if. So Trump tweeted that he beat Barack Obama's uh, last inauguration. Yeah, he did. But, but Obama's first inauguration w- was like four or five million more people watching yeah. than this one. Yeah. Ronald Reagan set the all-time record, which was like 42 million people tuning in. Oh, really? On TV? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, like Obama had the most people. You have to beat Ronald the- Reagan. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing special about a Donald Trump. Nobody cares about Donald He's Trump. not. You're not making history here, you, you know? <laughs> well, he is. A, he is. A wealthy white man gets elected to the presidency? Wow. <laughs> right, but it, I don't know that we've ever had somebody so scary. Well, so I, he, he, I certainly he, he's haven't. He's entering office with only 40% approval rating. Yeah. <laughs> that's a record that's a record that's history right there. that is that is his that's not the good kind of history <laughs> the good kind of history however is the is the sea of pink mm. that that hit the mall uh, that's a british way of saying a mall in the sense of a long stretch of land anyway oh, uh the thing, the, yeah. the mall in washington dc mm-hmm. not not the uh shopping mall but the mall uh which is the the space between the Capitol building and the uh, the Lincoln Memorial, anchored by Macy's on one end and <laughs> J.C. Penney on the other. Uh, man, it was a remarkable. It's a remarkable sight when you see pictures of of yeah. that many uh, women marching on it. And I just, you know, I started to think about the uh, the struggles of you know for uh, equality for women equality for people of color in this country mm-hmm. and how we're still like so not there i know it's an ongoing battle it is just I, and very much so you know yeah. people you know lgbt rights all of this stuff yeah and i got to say like i've tried to be i i've tried in my thinking to be really fair about where i think the roots of what, like where the resistance so this progress is coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every time I think about it and every research that I do, everything always circles back to this religious shit. Like every, 
all roads in my mind, and and I, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a sociologist. I'm not a no an anthropologist. No, I don't know about these things necessarily hmm. uh, in any kind of way that I I can't provide data for this. Hmm. But my God, you know, every when you find the people who are fighting against against equality, yeah. Equality seems like an easy thing to get on board with. <laughs> like, I, it's not, though. It's not. It's not. People find it really, really, really hard, and they don't understand it, and they, they don't understand what it means not to have sets of rights. That's true. You know? They, 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 okay, it's, it's a reality. They know that it's true. They know that, you know, I mean, before gay marriage was law of the land, uh... They just couldn't understand what that meant. Yeah. What it meant to live that way, you know? And the whole thing is just, yeah, anyway. No, I, it's true. I think that, uh, but it, you're right in that it's, they use religion as a crutch. Yeah. What so. they do is they fall back on, uh, making this about right and wrong in a different way. Yeah. So we make it about right and wrong in the sense of like, Hey, look at all these people who, uh, get a shittier deal mm-hmm. than I get. Mm-hmm. I uh, by by I I mean me, Dan Beecher, the straight white male. Mm-hmm. Like I get a better deal, just sort of out the shoot. I just mm-hmm. get to start on a on a higher level than ever, than you know women, people of color, gay people, trans people, whatever. Like just as an accident of my birth, and so like you know, for any to say for anyone to say. Everybody else shouldn't be able to start at the same level as me is for them to be inherently shitty. And mm. they, yeah, on some level, you have to know that. So you got to justify it. Mm. And the easiest go-to to justify it is to say, not what God wants. Because then nobody can argue with you. Mm. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean that shuts down any, any discussion. Right. You know, there there is no more discussion after whatever God wants, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you, I mean... You trot it, out a couple of scriptures that seem to support your case. You do you do what uh, what Jim Baker did in the, in the uh, clip that we played earlier, which is you trot out a bunch of straw man arguments that aren't the arguments that anybody's making or right. are, like, the minor argument. Or, and you make what, that the only more argument that you address. Right. So yes, I mean I think abortion is one of the main major issues of uh the women's movement. Right. But you know what? It's not the argument. No. That's not the point. No. It's, but that's where they'll go every single time because they know they can get their audience worked up. Right. And they can easily answer right. that one. Because yeah, it's you just call it who killing wants babies. To kill kill their baby. They want to kill their baby, right? Like Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, so but, 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 it's this it's this baby bloodlust <laughs> that these liberal women have because they're possessed by demons. But getting paid, you know, the same as a man, having the right to sort of you know walk down the street without harassment. Yeah, like that kind of shit. Well, but then what about my right to harass her though? <laughs> I, I mean, truly, where are they going with it? There's nowhere you can go except to just, just say, nope. Jesus wants. The man to be the head of the household. Yeah. That's how God ordained it to be. 
And if that's how God has ordained it, then by gum, that's how my family's gonna gonna be. Yeah, it's just good luck doing that in this day and age. Well, like, I'm sorry, mom has to get out and get a job. Yeah, because and, the, the the families that aren't those poor kids, the poor the poor whole family, you know, trying to live off of one one income, unless dad has like some like crazy good job. It's it. You just can't. The average family just can't do it. Right. And 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 so it. It's just a hor- horrifying argument. But that's the whole idea of the good old days and making America great again. Right. The right. again is such is 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 the big operative word there because right. what it's trying to do is that age old Republican thinking, which is things were so much better. Yeah. Back in blank times. Just playing off of nostalgia for a simpler time. Every generation has some sense of a, of a, of a simpler time. Of a better time. A better time. When, when Leave it to Beaver was, yeah, you know, yeah. when, when you had a wholesome family life yeah. and dad went away to work and mom stayed home and took care of the family. Mm. And everyone was always, of course, happy with that arrangement. Yeah. Everyone was content. Yeah. I mean, this whole, this obsession with bringing, you know, high paying manufacturing jobs back to the United States. When that doesn't exist anymore. You might get manufacturing jobs back, but they're not going to be like what they were. Right. Also, we're competing on a global scale here. Are you bringing back the unions that brought around the, the, the highway paying wages? I don't think so. Right. You know, like... Get fine. Bring back manufacturing jobs. Good luck. They're not going to pay what they used to. No, like not even remotely. These families are not going to be able to live off of them. But that's that's the that's the narrative, though. Right. Because those those manufacturing jobs, those those men would go work in the factory, make a a good living, yeah, and be able to support their family. And their wife was at home, and you know the. Everything was great. Yeah, it's so it was weird. Just like though. on I TV, mean, this concept that one kind of life should work for everybody. Yeah, you know, there's only seven billion people in the world. <laughs> we should be able to find a single box that we can fit everybody into, mm. shouldn't we? Yeah, and it was that 1950s America right box. Where That's the it best was, one. It was the, uh, it was the little boxes. Little boxes. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it you know it's Levittown. Uh-huh. That's 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 the dream, people. Mm. It's, that's the goal. I just think, and it's and it's not just women, of course. Uh, women, it's it's pretty easy to justify uh, your oppression of women by by the Bible. That's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you know, heck, if you've got a Quran, you're set. Oh my God, you're golden. Really Although I don't know that it's any worse than the Bible in terms of like suppressing the women. It has more rules for them. In terms of what they're allowed to wear. Rules are usually pretty good to help oppress people. For oppression? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. But you know what? You can do you can do racism through mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can definitely, you know, God didn't, he, had, he didn't have much to say, but boy, he did say a few things about the gays in there. Couple. Didn't, didn't say anything about uh, trans people. But uh, but that's but okay. That one, we're just going with our gut on that one. We're just going to call it's it bad. We're going to call that gay. We're just going to call that. That's the same as gay. I think it's got it, 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 it. I'm I'm not used to it. <laughs> right. Uh. So therefore, I'm 
pretty sure God doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Hmm. You know, if God if God made you a boy and then you you say you're a girl, then you then you're going against what God said. Yeah, God made you a, a man. Well, but no, God made me a woman. I've always been a woman. I just have these parts. Nope, parts. It's pretty uh, easy. Oh, I do. I do wonder, like, what what would be. Th- like somebody who's you know who's sort of unthinkingly railing against trans people like what if there's a trans person you know let's say an an, an f to m female to male trans person who is now a man who was a lesbian as a woman and now is a man who likes women mm. you've gotten rid of a gay you've got <laughs> you, you got yourself a straight that's some conversion uh... isn't that isn't that what you're looking? Isn't that Therapy what you right want? There. Isn't that they should be <laughs> celebrating trans people because sometimes they stop being gay because they because they're actually <laughs> heterosexual. Oh, Dan. I mean, I'm just saying. You make a good point, Dan. Thank you. I, uh, a point that's hard to argue with. I'll say that <laughs> it's hard to even understand. It's barely coherent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think I think when you. I, Here's the thing. I don't think that it's a coincidence that this moment of social progress, this moment in our history when we are actually fighting, uh, we being those of us who want to fight this thing, for uh, gender equality, uh, racial equality, uh, sexual equality, all of those things. Mm -hmm. It is not a coincidence that as that's happening, church belief and attendance is going down. Yeah. That is that that is I I defy you not to draw a straight line there. There yeah. there is a correlation. Yeah. Uh and I don't and I and I don't think that that you can deny that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be interesting because like, you know, the pendulum uh historically has has swung a little mm-hmm. on these issues. Yeah. Uh backwards is the direction we're going right now. That, on yeah, the, for, on that pendulum the, the, ride. The, a momentary little backward thing is happening (laughs) um but ultimately like i also think that it's you know i'm not one of the great you know prophets of the internet or anything but like it is interesting to me that all of this progress is being made during the rise of of the internet as Mm. a, a, a massive communication device and a means for people to connect globally you know mm. with 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 people who are who are like them right yeah and so there was a there was an ability for for gay men uh, i can speak to that one specifically that arose um all over the country right all over the world for mm. that matter to meet other gay men near them because of the internet right you're talking and about so- grinder right now <laughs> No, I'm talking about the, you know, uh, gay.com and uh, what were some of the other ones, you know, but, but just chat rooms and forums and, 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 and finding other people who were like them and being able to connect and realize that even though they live in podunk, wherever, right, there's there are are more other people people out there and they're actually here. I don't even, I don't have to move 
to New York or to San Francisco. I can be gay and I can be here and there are other people like me and made coming out of the closet easier. And I think the same issue has happened and helped uh, promote the trans community. I think that we're, you know, we've seen it all across the board with all of these movements that have, that have come along. We see it uh, within the atheist community. Yeah, there. I mean, absolutely. In the Bible Belt, where it is scary and hard to be an atheist, right. where uh, you feel, where so many people have expressed to us how alone they feel, how uh, how out in the darkness they feel. Yeah, and then they come into a you know a place like the the TGIA members only lounge or whatever, or another group uh-huh. online. Yeah, and they they find that oh shit, you're from Tennessee too. Holy shit. Look at all these people who are from the yeah. same place. Wait, yeah. you're from that town? I'm from this town. It's two towns over. Uh-huh. And it becomes this yeah. thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not alone. Right. There's power in my group. Yeah, there's exactly. There, you know, there's unity here. And so, like, I think it's easy to, you know, like, boy, you, you could look at a place like Berlin in the 1930s and go, yeah, the pendulum can swing the other way. Yeah. You know, like gay community the trans community found a safe harbor in berlin yep uh, and uh and that was uh destroyed and yeah. uh by the rise of fascism and and nationalism in in germany um and uh and so you, you look at sort of a current situation you go wow i wonder i think we want to think that that the pendulum could swing back right yeah. and 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 erase a lot of the progress that we've made I don't think that it can really at the end of the day. I don't think they can wipe it away. They're going to try yeah. and they're going to succeed in a couple areas. Yeah. They're going to dial then, some things back. Yeah. And we're going to have to rebuild a few we, things. Yeah, we're going to, we, we're, we're losing a few steps, but the steps that we will then come back and make are going to just push us that much further. I and agree. We're going to be more emboldened and we're going to be tighter and uh, more focused because when you start losing rights, it's that's different it's it's a different thing yeah let me tell you it's going to be mass hysteria if they try to roll back on uh gay marriage well and you know let's not i i think your point about the internet's an interesting one it's a game changer like that's not going away 1930s berlin didn't have Mm -mm. a connection to the outside world didn't have you know anyone there were no places for a group to to get together with each other and say holy shit how do we fight this? Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. They had to be underground. They had to be quiet. They had to be whatever. Well, guess, guess what? That doesn't exist anymore. Right. Uh, yeah. The gay kid in Kansas had no clue that there was a place in, in Europe that was uh, accepting and open. And, right. You know, right. Had laws protecting, you know. Right. It can work against us. You know, there are groups that are ugly and awful that mm-hmm. also meet up online. So, yeah. I mean, the alt-right comes springing to mind as one of the things that's yeah. sort of the the negative side oh, yeah. of that coin. Yeah. No, that's true. The, you know, you've got these neo-Nazis out there who are now feeling emboldened and empowered and, 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 and appreciated and yeah. uh, cared But ultimately, for. we all have to figure out how to get along. Right. And if your message is that we can't get along, it it just doesn't work. It's not going to survive uh, as a long-term message that a lot of people are going to buy into. Yeah, there will be scared and, you know, aliens, marginalized marginalized people on on, on the fringes who might find each other. Yeah. Uh, But 
it, 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 it's not going to be something that resonates broadly. Here's the thing. Openness uh, resonates. Right. We, we are not, we're not advocating here for complacency. No. It's not like bad things won't, can't happen. No, we have to be more vigilant than ever. Absolutely. But. Vigilance is called for. Action is called for. Um, but then the other nice thing about the internet is, you know what? I call out every bit of uh, homophobia that I see, every mm-hmm. bit of misogyny that I see, mm-hmm. every bit of racism that I see. I don't see it all. But if I see it on my Facebook feed, mm-hmm. I call it out. Mm-hmm. And I and I have a forum to do that, and you know people will sometimes feel safe on the internet to say something, mm-hmm. and I can say, you know what, uh, it's not okay that you're saying this, right? And 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 what you're saying is based on lies, and here and here are some some links to show you mm-hmm. where where you have erred in your thinking, <laughs> uh, and you know I get called out too, and if I get called out. Awesome. I, you know, I, so if someone provides me with a link where I'm wrong, mm. fantastic. Yeah. I can be corrected. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think, I think uh, age of the internet's a good thing. Yeah. I don't want to be Pollyanna about it or anything, but, but it's, it's a good thing. It's a tool. It's and, a, uh, it's, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, it'll I, be, it'll be a little rough when, when Trump takes it away from us and his. Uh, shuts down the internet as as his as, you know as that's one what of you would have to do at fascist this point. things yeah yeah he'll declare uh, m- cyber martial law <laughs> and then uh, and then he'll let us look at some websites he'll choose he'll pick he'll pick the good ones don't worry everybody <laughs> it'll be fine anyway if you have anything that you'd like to uh, to say to chime in on this conversation um, please feel free to do so you can write to us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 yeah go to the Facebook page facebook.com slash TGI Atheist and while on Facebook search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join it's a closed group uh, but it's got a great community back behind that little uh closed group status yeah so, so you get yourself in there so you're safe no no you won't be announcing to your to your friends and family that you're an atheist but uh you'll get to ha- blow off some steam and and meet a bunch of nice folk absolutely and thanks of course to Mackenzie for all of her help on facebook yeah and thanks to uh danny sarah and amy for their moderating work in the members only lounge Thanks, of course, as well to uh, the Red Rock Hot Club for the continued use of their music that we use at the opening and close of the show. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of uh, his organ music. And uh, what else we got? Thank you, dear listener. Well, we got people listening to us. <laughs> thanks so much. And to all of our supporters on Patreon. Oh, yeah, it's those guys. So appreciate it. Yeah, if, if you want to become a Patreon donor, go to the... Don't, it's easy enough to do. You just go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon uh, button there, and you'll, you'll be able to do it. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. We sure do like it when you do. Bye!